Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. My name is Spencer, and this is my podcast, and I am very glad that you were here, because that's why wouldn't I feel that way? Uh, Okay, so the first word in this episode, if you listened to the previous episode, you are aware of the weirdness here. Uh, Just the way that the words are falling on the page, I decided to put the intransitive definitions, uh, intransitive verb definitions for the word drag in this episode. So here we go. The second form of drag, intransitive verb definitions, it is from the 15th century. One, to hang or lag behind. Like, a, I was probably one of these kids. It was a little like, like a little off in my own world. Oh, what's going on over there? Oh, come on, Spencer, get going. Let's go. I was such a drag. Two, to fish or search with a drag. The thing that is dragged in some sort of some sort of body of water. Wow, I think my mouth is not working right this morning. Three, to trail along on the ground. Just trailing along, dragging like the dog with the leash behind them. 4A, to move slowly because of fatigue, as in was dragging after the long trip. Oh yeah, a long car drive especially. Oh, that's definitely gonna make you drag. Gonna drag your uh, your luggage and your feet into the hotel when you're on a long road trip. 4B, to proceed or continue laboriously or tediously, as in the lawsuit dragged on for years. That's the worst. Can't we just get this lawsuit over with? Here, just give me the money and we can call it uh, call it a day. No sense in dragging this out forever. Five, the synonym is the 4A definition for the word draw, which uh, I guess is coming up, yeah, in a few episodes, um, as in drag on a cigarette. And I believe we mentioned this a little bit in the previous episode. Yeah, I personally hear drag in terms of a cigarette a lot more than draw. But I guess some people say draw. Draw a drag on a cigarette. I have never dragged on a cigarette. Seven, to make a plucking or pulling movement. A plucking or pulling, like if you are plucking your hair, is that a drag? Are you dragging the hair out of your leg? Possibly. Or your face? Your eyebrows? Your knuckles? Seven, to participate in a drag race. Let's go dragon. That's a that's an animal. We'll talk about that later. A fake animal. Draggingly is an adverb. Oh, we have a phrase, drag one's feet or drag one's heels, and this is to act in a deliberately slow or dilatory manner. And it's usually the kids who are doing this. They're dragging their feet because they don't realize that you got a plane to catch. They may have been told, but they don't really understand time or care so much. Just dragging their feet through the airport, getting distracted. Maybe they're doing it on purpose just to piss off their parents. 
That is it for the second form of drag, and my sound effect will be, I think, I'm going to sort of try and make a dragon sound. I'm not going to go full volume. I can't do a full dragon sound. And it's warm, so I'm going to take off my little my little jacket here. All right, the third form of drag is an adjective from 1887 of being involving or intended for a person in drag, as in a drag ball. 1887. Yeah, I believe, um, hmm, I guess we haven't really seen the, the time period. Although in the previous episode, we did have something that said a Victorian drag. Uh, but that was more just clothes and costume. So 1887. So were people dressing in drag as you know, the other sex, the other gender way back then, I think they probably were. I mean, geez, back in probably the 1400s, people in the Shakespeare plays, there it was all men acting, and so they had to play the women, so that was technically drag. Uh, but a, a drag ball, somebody, it's for people who are uh, going to dress up in drag and just have a ball. That's the whole point of that. <sighs> Drag and drop. Three words with hyphens. Adjective from 1885. Of, relating to, or allowing movement of items on a computer screen by dragging them and fixing their new locations by releasing the mouse button. As in, a drag and drop interface. 1985. That, I believe, is... uh, just after the the Macintosh computers created a very user-friendly screen interface where you it was all very visual-based and you were literally, well, literally on the screen dragging a thing from one part to another or whatever it is, like icons and stuff. Um, so 1985, I guess, is when the drag-and-drop phrase was created, but I believe the, the screen, the interface, all that was a bit before that. I don't know exactly when, but I would say at least one or two years before that. And this is just what we're used to. Ever since the early 80s, we have been living in a drag-and-drop world. Uh, Okay, sound effect. I don't know what sort of dragons these are. I'm just making up sounds. Drag bunt. Two words, uh, there was a reference to this in the previous episode. Noun from circa 1949. A bunt in baseball made by a left-handed batter by trailing the bat while moving toward first base. Broadly, a bunt made with the object of getting on base safely rather than sacrificing. So usually when a baseball player bunts, they are sacrificing themselves so somebody else uh, who's already on base could get further, maybe to get a run. Uh, But in this case, because they're a lefty, they're already closer to first base, so they have a better chance of getting on first base. And uh, as they're doing the bunt, they're like already starting to run, so that just gives them that much more of an advantage getting to first base. It's a drag bunt. So can righties not do a drag bunt? I guess, yeah, if you're if you're a lefty, I'm a lefty, so I'm a little bit more used to the 
the the position of this but yeah if you're if you're dragging it across your body uh then you're yeah you're going in that direction towards first base a righty has to go in the opposite direction and then run towards first base so it's not a drag this game is such a drag that's like the fire the fire coming out of the dragon's mouth Drag coefficient, two words, noun from 1937, a factor representing the drag acting on a body as an automobile or airfoil. So, this, yeah, this is talking about the how the air, uh, what do we call it? the air pressure is changed when you're, when you're, when, when there's drag, when there's a, a, a vehicle going through the air. And what's the drag coefficient? It represents the drag acting on a body. So it represents the, the what is this? Is this the amount of drag behind them as they're going through the air? I think, I think that is it. And yeah, I mean, it could be an airplane. They're going to create drag behind them. And then, the, uh, and then if there's somebody behind them, they can draft. They can draft on the drag, right? That how it, that's how it works, right? Drage is next. This is a fancy-sounding word, drage, D-R-A-G-E-E. And on the first E, there is an accent that is down on the left and up on the right. Boop. Noun from 1682, one... A sugar-coated nut is a drage. What sort of, I mean, there's, there's what? We got pecans, walnuts, almonds, cashews, pistachios. The list of nuts goes on and on. And if you coat it in sugar, it is a drage. Or is it dra, drage? Drage? Dra, yeah, drage. Two, a small silver-colored ball used as a decoration like on a cake okay i've seen these little silver colored balls and i believe they're made out of sugar i'll just eat a whole bag of those if you give it to me uh but i didn't know what they were called drage so clearly this is uh, related to sugar it seems like but the etymology doesn't say too much it says it's from the middle french drage and there's more at the word dredge, D-R-E-D-G-E. Hmm, hmm, I wonder, I wonder what that word says. Is it going to be related to sugar? That seems a little odd. I don't, I don't think of sugar with dredge. How is, boy, there's three forms of dredge, and it doesn't say which one. Ah, but yes, there is. I do see something. Okay, yeah, wasn't aware of that. Okay. You'll just have to look forward to that when we get there. Dragger, noun from circa 1500. One that drags, specifically a fishing boat operating a trawl or dragnet. They've got, they're probably dragging a big old net. It's a dragnet, a net that's dragged, and they're going to use that to catch the fish. And so that's why the boat is a dragger. Rar. Draggle, D-R-A-G-G-L-E, 
verb from 1513 first is transitive, to make wet and dirty by dragging. So if you are literally just dragging your shoes, your clothes, your face, your hands, your friend in the mud, you are draggling that thing. I don't think I've ever heard of draggle. It's a good word. Draggle. Intransitive is, number one, to trail on the ground. If you're dragging a thing on the ground, you're draggling it. And number two, the synonym is straggle. Straggle. Now, my brain just sort of shut down with this word. I feel like this is a word I know, but then with all this other context, I'm like, wait, do I know this word? Straggle. Yeah, it's like if you're straggling along, the kids are dragging their feet, dragging their heels, they're straggling. It just says this is a frequent, some version of drag. Yeah, it's a version of drag. You need a, I guess instead of dragging, they decided to go with draggle. And it's from 1513, so I just don't know if this word is used anymore. I don't think I've ever heard of it. I've heard of straggle, I think. Like I said, I think that I think I'm familiar with that word. It's just sounding so odd right now. Draggle tail. Two words with a hyphen and tail is like the tail of a dog. T A I L. Noun from 1596. The synonym is slattern or slattern, probably slattern. And I feel like, didn't we see that synonym recently? Oh, I am so not going to be able to find this fast. But I feel like within the last few episodes, that word came up. And I didn't know what it was. Uh, Draggletail. No, wait. I kind of want to look for it here. Is it in the the word draft? Is that where I saw it? Is it over here? Slittern? Slittern. Where are you? Slittern. Um, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find it, but um, I do kind of remember talking about that recently. It couldn't have been in the previous episode, could it? I don't think so. There's too many letters and ink on paper to look at. Okay, well, I guess we'll just have to wait until Slittern until, uh, to, to learn about Draggletail. Maybe it's a thing that's dragging their tail on the ground to make it all wet and dirty. Draggy, with a Y, adjective from the 15th century. The synonyms are sluggish and dull. I could make this podcast so draggy if I just talk super slow and dull. But no, nobody wants that. We want some excitement. We want to have fun when we listen to the dictionary. That's why we make a dragon sound. There's nobody in the building, so I can I can go loud, I guess. Drag line, one word, noun from 1874. One, a line used in or for dragging. This is probably fishing, I think. Two, an excavating machine in which the bucket is attached by cables and operates by being drawn toward the machine. Drag line. It's so, uh... Toward, being toward the machine. So I guess if you pull on the the lever, it's going to pull the bucket toward the machine because it's, uh, yes, it's 
the the bucket is sort of pointed down and then when you angle it towards the machine it's uh like the the empty part of the bucket is facing towards the machine because then when you pull on it it's going to drag along the the dirt the asphalt the sand uh then and then it's going to scoop it up this i think is the typical um excavating machine like you know how they make little ones for kids in a in a sand pit what do they call sandbox uh this i think is a really easy one to make with physics and cables and things because it's just about you know you just it's probably super easy to make so it's just an easy uh easy thing it's, it's so easy could we talk about more how it's so easy anyway yeah, I never knew it was called a drag line. They're using a line probably to make it. And then it just drags along the dirt to scoop it up. I want, I want to do a visual. I want to give you a visual with my hand, but there's no visual component here just yet. Three for drag line. A strong, stiff strand of silk. A strong, stiff strand of silk? Produced by a spider, especially to form the framework of its web and as a means of lowering itself from and returning to a height. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay, so, so many questions and thoughts here. To form the framework of its web and a means by lowering itself from and returning to a height. Okay, so, first question. It is, it's a strong, stiff strand of silk. So is this a different type of silk that a, a, a spider will make? Like it makes one kind for the web, but maybe it makes this other kind as this drag line. So it uses this to to get itself around the 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 the, the web. Um, so yeah, I don't know if this if, can they purposely make a different kind um, of of silk, and then they use it to lower themselves down. But then I guess they can grab onto it and pull themselves back up if they want to go to another part of the web or whatever. Man, just the fact that they can make these webs in the first place just blows my mind. And like, how do they get from there to there? Sometimes you see a web that goes across such a huge distance. And I'm like, how did you get there? What did you do? Did you jump? Sometimes maybe they jump. Yeah, those things, those little spideys, they're insane. Creepy looking, but fascinating. Okay, that was it for Dragline. Dragnet. Noun from circa 1541. I am slightly aware of the TV show that was on back in the day. Was it even a radio show before that? I wonder. It could have been. Is that the one where they were like, just the facts, ma'am? Uh, what else did they say? I've heard spoofs. Like when I was a kid, there was a show, and the part of the show was called MathNet. So it was a spoof on Dragnet. And it was all about math. So I was learning stuff. Uh, what else did they say? Dragnet? I don't know. There were, there have been other spoofs that I know better than Dragnet. Anyway, what is what is the what is the, what is a dragnet? What is it? One a, a net drawn along the bottom of a body of water, and I don't think that that has anything to do with the TV show. It's just the cops trying to figure out stuff. Oh yeah, one of the spoofs that I heard was on the Doctor Demento thing, 
And I think that there was a, oh, there was a dragon involved, wasn't there? I might have to find that and put in a clip. What was it? It was, yeah, I think it was Dragonet. And, uh, and then there was like a, the, the, the cops were going to talk to the, the maiden or maybe the knight. And uh, yeah, ooh, I haven't heard that in years. We heard there was a dragon operating in this neighborhood. We just want to know if you've seen him. Sure, I seen him. Mm-hmm. Could you describe him for me? What's to describe? You see one dragon, you seen them all. Would you try and remember, sir, just for the record? We just want to get the facts, sir. Well, he was, you know, he had orange polka dots. Yes, sir. Purple feet, breathing fire and smoke. Mm-hmm. And one big bloodshot eye right in the middle of his forehead and uh, like that. Notice anything unusual about him? No, he's just a run-the-mill dragon, you know. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir, you can go now. Hey, by the way, how are you going to catch him? I thought you'd never ask. A dragon net. Um, okay, so the the thing in the water, that's the first one. 1B, a net used on the ground as to capture small game. Uh, small, so, uh, yeah, little little animals and in a net to catch them. Is this the net that will close on them? Like it's on the ground and then it shoots up and then it closes them. And that is that the drag net? I'm not so sure. I don't like the idea of catching all of these animals. And, oh, here we go, number two. A network of measures for apprehension. And who is being apprehended? Criminals. Hmm. A network of measures for apprehension. So this is all of the things that go into catching criminals, which is why that TV show was called Dragnet. Not sure. I mean, I guess it's a net. It's a network. Yes, that makes sense. The drag part is a little weird and confusing, but I don't know. Maybe they didn't have another word. Dragomin. D-R-A-G-O-M-A-N. Noun from the 14th century. An interpreter, chiefly of Arabic, Turkish, or Persian, employed especially in the Near East. Uh, they're, they're called a dragoman. Why are they called a dragoman? What is the etymology? Ooh, there's so many words here. Middle English. Now, why would this be from a Middle English word when this is all about the Near East? The area between, what, Europe and India, basically? Um, okay, well, Middle English word drugeman from Old Italian dragomano. Oh, I guess it wouldn't be f- it. Okay, I'm looking at this backwards. Obviously, it comes from. Let's let's do this in the proper way. It's originally from the Aramaic. Well, we don't see Aramaic very often. Uh, I believe that's what A R A M means, Turgimana, and then the Arabic Targuman, and then the Middle Greek Dragomanos, and then the Old Italian Dragomano. And then Anglo-French, it doesn't give a word there. And then the Middle English, Drugaman. Uh, and then in English, it's Dragaman. But, uh, I mean, do they have a different word for this? Like, are they still using maybe the Arabic word? Possibly tar Tarjuman? Why don't we just call it that? Why did we have to change the word? Blech. <sighs> Here we go with dragon. Oh, I feel like 
If I had a dragon expert on, we could talk for hours about dragons, but we're not going to do that. Noun from the 13th century. One is archaic. A huge serpent. Two, a mythical animal usually represented as a monstrous, winged, and scaly serpent of Saurian, or, oh, serpent or Saurian, with a crested head and enormous claws. I feel like that's only scratching the surface of what a dragon is, scratching with their enormous claws. What is a Saurian? S-A-U-R-I-A-N. I have never heard of that word. I guess it's like a serpent. Uh, well, let's just finish this, and then maybe we could talk about dragons for a second. I don't know what I'm going to say. Three, a violent, combative, or very strict person. Hmm. Three, this is when dragon would be capitalized. The synonym is Draco. And if we go back to two episodes ago, uh, we had a couple... Um, well, there was one Draco thing specifically. This is the constellation, which I assume looks like looks like, I put in quotes, looks like a dragon. Yeah, I think I will have to post pictures on social media for just dragons in general, different variations of what people think dragons would have looked like. Um, But then also the constellation. Uh, I probably did that before. We'll we'll skip that one. Uh, And number five, something or someone formidable or baneful. Dragonish is an adjective. Yeah, this is from the Latin dracon or draco, which means serpent or dragon. From the Greek dracon, which means serpent, akin to the Old English tort, tort, T-O-R-H-T, which means bright. Now, hold on. Why? How is this connected at all? Tort and bright? That one's, I mean, maybe the constellation is bright, but oh, I don't know. That one's weird. Um, also from the Greek, dirkisthai, which means to see or look at. And that one is also confusing. So dragons, what do we say about dragons? I don't know. I won't be able to come up with all of the uh, popular culture things about dragons, but the few off the top of my head are Uh, there is a dragon in the Lord of the Rings Hobbit world. Uh, it plays a key part in the Hobbit story. Uh, they, he, what, he took over the mountain where the dwarves were living and he stole all of their gold and stuff. And then they came back later to defeat him. And the, the dragon would go and like destroy cities with its fire. And they had these big old arrows that could penetrate, but he had one little part on his chest that was, uh, that was uh, f- fallible, that was weak, and so they had to get the arrow right there, and Benedict Cumberbatch played that uh, that dragon in the Hobbit movies very well, I might add. And what else? Oh, good, Dra- Game of Thrones. I mean, the dragons are, like, massive in that show. They, they existed many, many years ago, and then they all got killed, and in the, um, uh, the, the castle, is it Westeros? I don't remember the names. They have all those dragon skulls. There's big ones and little ones, and those were beautiful to look at. They made some very cool dragon things. Uh, and then the dragons in the show. I mean, when she comes out of the fire with the dragons, that's like, whoa, we're going to see dragons now. And there was, I think, red, blue, and green. I think they, those were like their tinges. 
and uh yeah that with this oh those dragons oh and then that my friend was just telling me that he just watched the episode with the ice the ice dude and the dragon and i won't give any more spoilers but you've probably seen game of thrones by now and then of course there's how to train your dragon that's a trilogy i think and maybe there's even more than that and those are a fun a fun they've got lots of different types of dragons and they live in a really cool world and then they become friends with the dragons which is you know they domesticated them and that's awesome uh what else what other dragons oh flight of the concords has a song called albi the racist dragon and it's just a short little song about albi who is a racist dragon and then there was another kid, a, a kid who he gets burned, and then they become friends, I think. It's a silly song with a really great short music video. Any other dragons? I don't know. We don't have to talk about dragons anymore. But they're, I love seeing what people, oh, and Harry Potter. I mean, how could we forget? They have dragons in Harry Potter. They've got, there's diff, different kinds, and they have different things, and they have all these different stats about them. And yeah, those are very cool. So many dragons in pop culture and fiction and movies and TV shows, and it's wonderful, wonderful to see what people have uh, have come up with dragons. Dragons are great. All right, one more word for this episode. Rawr, I'm a dragon. Dragonette. You can emphasize the last syllable or the first syllable. Dragonet or dragonette. D-R-A-G-O-N-E-T. So it's not dragon, it's not dragnet, it's dragonet. Noun from the 14th century. Oh, number one is a little dragon. It's a little dragonet. Rawr! Two, any of a family of small, often brightly colored, scaleless marine fishes that have sharp spines on the gill covers, especially a European fish that is sometimes used as food. The family name of all of these is Calionimidae. Calionimidae. And the European fish, the species name is Calionimus lyra. L-Y-R-A. Well, if this uh, European fish, if this fish, 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 looks interesting maybe i will post a picture on social media of this dragonette all right it is time to pick a word of the episode i need to reread the words we had drag 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 and drop drag bunt drag coefficient drage dragger draggle draggle tail draggy drag line dragnet dragoman dragon and dragonette hmm I'm kind of feeling like I just want to pick dragon. How can I not pick dragon as the word of the episode? I think we got to do that. Dragon, dragon, they're flying serpents that are reptiles, I think. We don't know for sure because they're fictional or mythological. Dragons are mythological. And they're really cool. All right, I think that's going to be the end of that episode. Uh, I will quickly say that uh, another movie, because I talk about movies sometimes at the end of these episodes, uh, we watched A Streetcar Named Desire. I think I watched it in high school, so that would have been 25 years ago, at least. 
boy, I'm old. 25 years ago, I really didn't remember much about it. Um, I think we maybe like read the play and then watched the movie. But um, yeah, it's good. It's really hard to watch because um, for so many reasons. I mean, people ain't na- acting nice. And I just want people to be nice. And that's hard to watch. And it's, I guess it was more common back then, um, just how he is very yelly and and throwing things. What's why if that it's just it's it's kind of bonkers. Um, I don't I don't know how well it holds up, but I guess also it's 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 that time. It's showing a certain time in New Orleans with these types of people, and you know maybe it was probably fairly accurate for the time. The talking is a little bit um what is it's a little bit uh over exaggerated i don't know if people really talked like that so so quickly so off the top of their head um you know but it's a it was a play you know it's it's artistic you know so that's fine it's not exactly realistic uh the cinematography it's black and white it is gorgeous it's really beautiful to look at and uh, so it's worth it for that. And what I read in the trivia is that they actually changed the actual set to be smaller throughout the movie so you feel more claustrophobic as it goes on. And uh, after I read that, I was like, oh, my God, yes, it. I do now notice that it got smaller. Um, so think about that when you watch it. I don't think that's like a spoiler or anything. Um, it's it's uh, it's it's fine. It's good. I feel like it's saying it's fine is probably not, you know, for, from a film standpoint, it's kind of classic, but also it's like, wow, that was that was a tough watch. It's, it is tough. It's tough. Anyway, that's going to be the end of this episode. It's, it's word time, and then it's movie time. This has been Spencer Dispensing Information. <laughs>